0: BLOB TALK RADIO show, Learning to Receive, and uh, our show is sponsored by CountyProperties.net, local real estate company. Yours truly is Arnie Levine, broker owner of the show, and co- and I'm the co-host of the show, and the host is Stephen Z- Zakovich. How are you doing, Stephen? Hey, good. good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on the planet and the world.
1: Hopefully you had a good day today. And there'll be many more after that.
0: So, what's so we our uh, topic? Topic of our show uh, today, Stephen.
1: Okay, so our topic today is five pieces. I call it five pieces: the assembly of a soul, and what what is a soul that we possess, and how to how is it instituted in the vessel of the body at five levels? Why is the body unknown to the corporeality for moments of time? The sixth level, the sixth day of creation of the soul. And this is, uh, all comes from the Torah, from Genesis 2-7. So that's what we'll be talking about, those levels of the soul and how they interact in the makeup of our creation and why we exist
0: at all. So, All right, very good. So let's rock and roll. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to...
1: Yeah, we well, rock and roll. Didn't we just have a talk about the rock right there? Hit, Moses hitting the rock twice. I think he was yep. a rock and roller then, wasn't he? Yeah, well, <coughs>
0: yeah. It,
1: right. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll start out. Uh, 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 you can always uh, call in. Well, we have a phone number. And that number yeah. is one three four seven two one. Five, eight, seven, oh, nine, And I'll put you on queue right there. We'll see you right there. And if you have a question or you just want to listen, of course, you're always welcome to listen and respond with anything that comes into your mind right there, and as long as it has a subject matter with the creator on top. And
0: that's a good thing to do. And we also uh, meet live. So you can listen to the replay of the show. Uh, but we meet live tomorrow at 7 o'clock at the Paradise Resort in San Diego from 7 till 8.30. Sometimes we stay until 9. So you're yeah. welcome to meet us there on the left side of the lobby.
1: Yeah, on the left side, that's right. Uh, we're always working on the 10th row, right there, the left side and the right side. And tomorrow night we'll be talking about Dalek and uh, the sorcerer and his good buddy, uh, Billim and how they were, one was commanded to do something that he didn't really want to do. And it goes into more depth right there because that's what we do. If you're working on a job, you're kind of looking like this. So if you're working on a job and the boss tells you to do something and you don't really like it, <laughs> you can be fired. Okay, so anyway, this is kind of like a corporeal thing right there. You can always look at Zora and have a retrospective of, of how it affects you today. And this is what we're trying to learn in Kabbalah how the Torah teaches us today of, of the characters in the Torah. So I'm going to reference uh, Genesis 2, 2-7. And it says in here, uh, uh, And Yahweh Elohim formed man of dust from the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the soul of life, and man became a living soul. So this is a very important element right here because it tells you this is how we get gassed up. Okay, so we understand uh, that the air we breathe, okay, is really life, the oxygen is our blood. And as the scriptures say, and other resources, uh, blood is life. So we have to understand that blood is life, which is the air that we oxygenate in our body right there. And we become a living soul. So when we talk about a living soul... And That is you, me, and everything that mows in the world, all the birds. And we usually use that in reference to Genesis right there, the seven days of creation. Or on the fifth day, the bird of the heaven was created, and the fishes of the sea were created. And then the rest of the gang on the sixth day of creation was uh, uh, created with man being at the last right there for him to understand what's going on in the beautiful world that the creator has given us. So I'll talk about these five levels of the soul, and you've probably heard a lot of them. And I'll go over them real quickly right here, and then I'll go into a little bit more detail. So our soul, which is uh, has different prospects, uh, different perceptions of it. You can say knowledge, wisdom, judgment, and there's all kinds of things. But we'll take a look at what the Kabbalistic uh, aspects of it, and that's called the, the nefesh. Uh, The Ruach, shema, Ahaya, Yeshita. So those are five levels. So we'll take the first word, the Nefesh. And so we know on the fifth day that uh, the bird of the heaven was created first because it's in the heaven above, right? So the creator always has a little gimmick there for us to understand how his design is manifested in reality in the illusion that we all believe in, which we call life. So the bird soars in the heaven above and the fishes soar in the heaven below. Well, it's, there's two heavens right there. So that nephew right there as we take a look at our atomic structure, the, uh, the atom, and of course he always plays games with names. We say A-T-O-M or A-D-A-M. Okay. So we look at the very beginning he created atom right there and was it A-T-O-M or was it A-D-A-M? So, once again, we we always try to understand the scientific part of it and the metaphor, which is the Torah. Okay, and the metaphor is Torah. Explain it to us. A different level of understanding, and that different level of understanding is about yourself, your own perception of yourself. And that's where the soul comes in, and that's your soul. And, of course, you are responsible for your soul. As the creator uh, uh, created the vessel, uh, which is the body, and of course that belongs to him, and you're supposed to maintain it and take care of it in this world that you exist in. And the soul that you believe is yours is really shared. That's a shared uh, area of understanding right there, because the creator, his thought is all thought, and of course you have thought too, and your thought is basically his thought, because you're all humans and living things is a, a reflection of the creator himself. So let's look at that word nephesh right there and we look at the atomic structure. So we know the atomic structure is electron, neutron, proton, and a nuclear envelope in the center of it. And then it goes into more finite understanding of it, the quarks and other particular things right there. But all and everything that is constructed in the reality that we understand is made from atoms. Okay? So we'll take a look at the scientific aspect of it right there. So. The atom can be anything, okay? So the atom is alive because it has movable objects in it. It it moves, electrons and neutrons and protons right there. And plus, it's called finite, okay, and it also has quarks. Therefore, it exists, and we, we put names on it, so it does exist. Everything has an atom to it or assemblage of atoms, okay? So that's basically the structure of all the material things that are around you, including yourself. They're full of atoms, Okay, so is, is uh, Eve full of Adam's? Well, yeah, of course. Well, of course, Eve was created from Adam, right? So now she has Adam's. And it's a little pun right there. But so anyway, I'll go on to the next level, uh I'm going to do Ruach. And there's different sayings on Ruach like that. You can kind of pick the ones that you want right there. But we, I usually use the one in Genesis 2 uh, 7 right there where he says right there that he breathed into us nostrils the soul of life and man became a living soul. So that's what I say, the, the holy breath or however you want to use it right there, the holy ruach is the breath that we live or the soul. Okay, so now we have we have the nephesh, which is a material thing right there. It can be anything right there, but the creator also created uh, the bird, which uh, he breathed life into that and it became a living soul of course it has to make decisions and everything like that and so do the fishes so it has a living soul and then on, on the sixth day well all the mammals and the uh, uh, insects and all the other particular things that creep and crawl you can always find this in Genesis right there they all are breathing also and they all breathe the life uh, that we have in this heaven right there and if you look in the days of creation it came to heaven above, heaven below but for that to exist, you have to have something in between the heaven above and heaven below. And that's called atmosphere and this is where we exist in. So here we are, we're an fish and we're Ruach. We're breathing the air in between the heaven above and heaven below. Okay. So the next level to that aspect of it is the Neshama. So the Neshama is when we start realizing uh, that we are not alone. Okay. That something created all this. Or what is my purpose? Or what, is, uh, what does the soul mean? And all of the things that we always try to define our rationality, our realization, and all the things that we exist in. Okay? So we know the body is a capsule or vessel, and it has a soul in it right there, and the soul is the, the breath. We get it like that. And we say, also, like when we say in Hawaii, we say aloha, which means the breath. So even Hawaiians had our early understanding of the the soul also, right there. And it's worldwide. So on this aspect of the Nishama, we are trying to understand who the creator is, because we're creators too in this corporeal world, uh, which we call the finite, from dust to dust. And of course, we want to know the infinite, who's the creator, has no beginning and the end. We're only a little light spectrum, in his time continuum. Of course, he doesn't have any time right there, but uh, he has to tell us that we have time. And so he made all the planets and stars. And you can understand if you look in the seven days of creation, it also will all explain to you. So on the Neshama right there, we're trying to be closer to the creator. And Kabbalah, we call it a mutual agreement, agreement or uh, adhesion to the creator because we are a reflection of the creator. That's a Neshama. So even in that right there, in the Kabbalistic way right there, there's different levels of having an understanding of who the creator is, okay? So those different understandings in, in Kabbalah are called degrees. And a, a 360 is basically a sphere. It has no beginning or an end, a circle. And it can be any size that you want to believe it is, right there. It's this perception of size and measure, okay? So anyway, that's the way the creator is. The creator is, we call the Okamakif, is entirely everything in the whole universe. So we're trying to find out who that creator is right there and how we're reflecting of the creator. And all the rules and uh, directions he has given us to be closer, be closer to have an understanding of who created us and for what purpose. So on that level in the Shama, we study the Torah, the Zohar, the Kabbalah, uh, anything, anything that has the, the creator in it. Okay, they're all right. They're all right right there. And as long as you have the creator of one. And then, again, you're going to have a creator, and then you're going to have all these other things right there. Can, uh, in India, they have all these different things. But these are powers. And the powers of the creator, and as I mentioned right there, Yahweh Elohim, the tetragrammaton of the name, uh, Y-H-W-H, we are right now. And then it's followed by God, which really means Elohim, or mighty one. So the creator is the mighty one. If you look at the first of uh, the first uh, ten utterances, the utterances right there, the first one, I am Yahweh your Elohim and brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your Elohim. Okay, so he's the mighty one right there, and that's the one we are on this planet of this world right here. And in the Ten Sifra, we have Keter and the, the high, and Mahut at the bottom, which we are right there, and we're trying to find out who our creator is. And if you go into the Ten Sifra, you'll find Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, and all those things right there. So in understanding the Hashanah right like there, it's very important right there because we get a concept of what the ideal of what the Creator wants from us. And of course, He has everything and He gives us everything like that, but we always want more because we're children. So in this in this in this journey that we ex, uh, come from from dust is right there from the atoms of the Earth, so it's reflective of that. And we go on this journey. We become a living soul right there, and then we become whole. Okay, in the reality right there, He says that created him from dust, and then, then he manifests right there. I won't get into that particular level right there, but oh, we'll just start at where we're at right here of having an understanding of who the creator is right there. We are creators of the corporeal world, and the creator is a creator of the infinite world, and since the infinite world is everything, uh, we are part of that right there. We're very small. He's very small, and he's very big. Okay, So we always, always like to be able to look at the bigger uh, aspect of it so in that level of trying to understand in the Shama and that particular journey those degrees that we're trying to find about that right there we run into the next level of the soul, the Haya the Haya is when we start battling the ego so in, in the 10th after of you have Isaac, Abraham and, uh, and Jacob uh, Isaac on the left Abraham on the right and Jacob in the center line right there one is the left side one is the right side one is the egotistical side and one is the spiritual side. You can always study the Ten for right there and get an idea of those three particular divisions uh, because everything, the Creator uses uh, uh, numerals of three. Okay, uh, Those three numbers right there. A man and a woman and Hashem. Okay, So there's many numbers that have three right there. So in this element of understanding what Haya is right there, and this is what we do in Kabbalah. We're trying to find out how to battle with our ego. And we always use the, the trademark aspect of Jacob when he wrestled with the angel, which was really himself. And so he's trying to understand is it all, should I be good or should I be good or better? Or good or bad? You know, he was confused right there. So he was fighting whether it should be good or bad. So the angel appears right there and wrestles with him. Okay, and he says, well, it's wrestling with the angel. And of course, the angel's a dark uh, night, a night angel. And so that's what the part he was doing. I'm good, and he is the dark side. So they're, they're wrestling right there. So on the a, overall income right there, what happens is that Jacob overcomes uh, the uh, angel. And the angel, say, and of course he said, well, what is your name and everything like that? And, and there's, so there's a story behind that. But the thing is, is that the darkness and Jacob became the light, and that's why the angel said, uh, you're no longer called Jacob or Jacob. Uh, you are now called Israel, meaning straight to God, okay? Or wrestles with God. It can be either two of the ones like right that. So now this wrestling part right there, which is the Hayah, we're wrestling with our ego. We want to control our ego because the ego is self-serving and Hashem is serving, okay? So we have to bring those two together, which is Jacob on the center line. If you go into Kabbalah, you'll find out more about those particular elements of how we merge the left and right side together. Okay, when we have an understanding of the left side and the right side, we find out there's a good side and there's a bad side. Now, the thing is, is it's not not really a bad side. It's a learning process. Our worldly aspirations in this world is to practice and find out what is good and what is bad. So this is a learning ground for us right there. And that's why the Creator gave us just a little bit of time to live uh, so that we don't get too much out of control with our ego. If it completely overtakes us right there, then we become... Uh, you know, some other type of uh, being. And we know those very selfish people. So, in this battle with uh, Haya right there, the ego, we slowly start to overcome and understand what our ego is doing and how we bring the spiritual part of us together uh, along with the ego. Now, the ego is a powerful side, and the spiritual side is also the creator's side right there. So, we want to uh, bring those two together. But remember, they don't melt in together right there. There's a division between them, which is called Jacob. And that's our journey line right there. We have to always watch that particular line. So, so in that particular level of Haya, so when we overcome our ego, okay, and we understand it and control it we make it as our friend and we're able to deal with the powers of it and stuff like that and we, we free what the creator wants us all to have, and have joy and love and peace. Okay, we can have that right there when you start obtaining uh, Neshama and Mahaya. Now, the higher level, right, That is a shita, right there. And this is where we overcome the ego. We overcome the ego right there, meaning we overcome the world. The world is the ego, and it's a material object right there. It's very needy and stuff like that, and it has to be fed all the time. But on the spiritual side, when we're fed, we are compensated right there because we, when we acquire it, we don't lose any of it. All we do is we keep adding to it right there. But on the ego, it's a the man thing right there because it's needy. Man is needy. That's why he's brought into the world. Everything is need, which is a prayer, of course. And you want more and more and more stuff like that. So this is what we're trying to do. You really don't need a lot in this world to be able to have peace and uh, enjoy in life right there. You only believe you do because the corporeal world is the uh, evil side right there that you have to battle, which is your ego and your your high up. So we want to get that Yoshida right there and says, hey, I, I don't have any purpose uh, in this world right here because I've overcome my ego. I've come closer to the creator. And remember, we can't be the creator, but we can be the creator on earth. So in this aspect right there, we obtain this new level of understanding. But this is another problem right here is that we fall into is that the ego can also be very godly okay, and they can control you believing that you have become a god. So we always have to be f- fearful of that because there's only one Hashem and that's the one that's uh, above us right there. And so we always have to be careful is that, okay, now that i got this purpose, what do I do? Okay, well, in the early times, they hid out in caves right there because they had a lot of knowledge and wisdom and judgment and understanding, ever-loving kindness, forgiveness and mercy. They understood all the levels of the left and the right side. But the thing is, they couldn't go into the core, corporeal world at that time right there because the world was not made manifest for that particular knowledge. And so time went by and slowly has come out. And now we can come out of the cave, as we say right there, from some of the great sages of the time. And remember, sages can be from 12 years old right on up right there. So you can be a sage in your own time to study the Torah, the Zohar, the Kabbalah, or whatever you need to do right there to have an understanding of the principles of the soul right there, the Shida. Okay, so when you arrive at that particular thing right there, you have a new knowledge and wisdom that you can able to understand. We say Azalut, and there's many names right there in the Kabbalistic ways, but I'm just trying to make it a little bit simpler to use the model that Abraham made. Uh, with the Tenseferol right there. So in that particular case, we always try to uh, go beyond the levels that we are, and this is why we were created right there. We were created to go beyond the level of status quo
0: right there. So, so are you are you still with me, there, audience, Arnie? Uh, still here. The major okay. point to to make with uh, what we're talking about is that the, e, you know, sometimes in Eastern philosophies we. We hear about eliminating the ego. The ego is a gift mm-hmm. that's given mm-hmm. to us. So the whole point that we're making is is any gift that we use could be used to cause destruction. And it could, a lot of times, of course, the gift was originally made to do good. So we're learning how to take a gift that we've been through social construct to using it for self-serving, uh, which we... Are one where babies we self serve. Everything is about me, me, me. I need, need, need. And learning not just physical maturity, but spiritual maturity of using the ego for a higher purpose. And in this, we're demonstrating using from self serving to being able to use the ego to contribute because the ego is an, is like a it's an instrument. But when you think will. the end, so I'm, so sometimes. The tool has you instead of you having a tool, which you were saying before. The ego mm-hmm. will be talking back to us saying, well, it's like uh, you don't seem that important. So why don't you just brag to everybody and tell everybody how great you are? That, that's a demonstration of self-serving and boasting. And that's why a lot of the commandments guide us so that we don't fall yeah. into that trap of the ego getting so powerful, like you were saying, where we actually believe that we're better than God himself.
1: Yeah, well, that's a, we're not in competition with the creator, but it looks like our time uh, is looking, uh, starting to slow down on us right here. It looks like we'll be, have to uh, close in shop here, right? Let me finish this off right there. Uh, Just remember the soul is a responsibility of you and the creator. So no one else can affect your soul and you know this because you do battle. And the thing is, is that you want, if you want a better soul right there, look for yours, which is always trying to be the better side, the good side right there, and, and improve your listening skills and stuff like that. And do the repair and refinement every day that you're given a brand new day and try to go beyond the levels of the limit of the corporeal world because it, always, it doesn't want you to leave, you know. It wants you to be corrupted like the rest of the world. Uh, but the object yeah. is to go, to go send higher than that right there. Well, Stephen, we so, actually
0: do we, – we have about uh, five and a half minutes left, so you could continue oh. like – yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's okay. I'm looking at the Facebook. I'm looking
1: at the Facebook. Okay. Remember, the, the time is the creators right there. and We're on borrowed time, Dust to dust and stuff like that. So anyway, going to the well, other level of this particular thing, okay, which I, I will uh, get into right here. As I mentioned in the blog right, show it right there, it says uh, – And the five levels, why is the body on loan to the corporeal for moments of time, the sixth level? So we were created on the sixth day, the very end of it right there. And if we understand the way the creator made the seven days of creation, he made each one at the same time. Because he already had the engineering design. He already knew how to do. All he had to do was manifest it. So we understand this all happened at one particular time right there because it was created at one time, his time but we have to understand what his time is and what our time right there is right there. So on the uh, sixth day, uh, <clears throat> six day of uh, creation, which we use all the time right there, it's a very important number. And some people said, well, numbers don't really count. And they says, well, how come you have birthdays? Well, because you're counting doing the final countdown, right? You're not counting up. You're really doing the final countdown to the end, which you don't know where it's going to appear. So this is where the correction refinement of your soul is right there, is that you have a certain amount of time in this physical body and the physical body is on loan to you and you have to take care of it. And if you want to live long and prosper, okay, you have to take care of it. And the altered state is not a good place to be in right there. But you want to be as natural as you possibly can right there because remember the creator created you natural. And then all the additions were created later In the corporeal world, right there, where you did all the other particular things, uh, not exercising, not eating right, and so forth, and stuff like that, which I won't get into
0: right there. What about the uh, the the higher level, reaching the fifth? Let's talk about that. Well, I'm going to do.
1: I'm going to talk about this on the seventh day. The Creator also made the eighth day. The eighth day was a very personal day for those follower, higher believers, followers, right there. The Hashem and those people that want to go to the higher level, okay, is the eighth day, okay. And we understand there, or they say, well, there's six dimensions, but there's really eight. And we're southeast, west, up and down. Uh, those are the uh, four, those are the six, and we have eight in the center and all around right there. So when we get to the Creator right there, that level of the seventh day right there, there's an eighth day right there, Where's the seventh day, is where we get to enjoy what the creator has made. Therefore, the creator and you are existing at the same time. That's why the Sabbath's on Saturday right there. But that's a brand new day right there that we can can get together and fellowship with the creator. But the thing is, is that we have to have a place to be in that seventh day. And this is what we say in the Garden of Eden. Uh, Eden was the place you can live forever. The garden is where we only have a certain amount of time. Right now, we are in the garden. And when we are asleep, we return to Eden. That way, that we can live forever because the creator lives forever. Therefore, we live forever right there. So, in that particular eighth day right there, we go beyond the level. We say, oh, karma kif. That means the completely surround around the universe, which is the stars and the universe and everything like that, is all the creator. And now he shares that particular wisdom and understanding that we float around on a wall, which has no corners. So that's a very important element to go to ascend to another level right there, because we call it about the, the world to come. And this is what the uh, Pharisees believed in, uh, that there is a world to come right there, because we inside the womb, we didn't know about the world to come, and here we are. And, of course, death right there, we have no control on controlling that. And then we die, and then there's another world to come right there until we finish our refinement and our correction right there. Um, learning what the tree of life, which was, was in the Garden of Eden, that you can live forever in Eden, but understanding what the tree of good and knowledge is. good. Well, they say good and evil, but there is no evil because the evil is created by the creator himself uh, for an obstacle for us to overcome and to learn who the creator is. So when you want to blame yourself right there, yeah, you can blame yourself because you're not following his rules or you can blame the creator. And the creator says, well, thank you. <laughs> at least you accept that you understand that I did it. And yet, is he well, at fault? Be, No, you're at fault. The, yeah, yeah.
0: Go ahead. The, 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 real, the, the big opportunity and the only free will that we have is is how we internalize what we perceive. So if we do something that we feel is bad or wrong, that's the creator telling us, "Hey, get back on track." It's a refinement. That's uh, exactly well, right. The, the, the great journey. So thank you all the, the out there. The angels are
1: and all the other particular things that we say on the Sabbath day, or your Sabbath day, would you call Sunday? So
0: all is good. All right. Thank you for sharing it on the show. And the show is sponsored by can Properties that yeah. yeah. local real estate company. Yeah.